so uh, as as soon as trying to get back and eating a little bit healthier and like I'm looking at Soylent again, but I'm not sure I want to go like the full Soylent shakes again. I have once again been stepping into my dark world of like food 2.0 bullshit, and I stumbled onto something called night food. Oh, this is gonna be good. Go on. So night food's whole pitch is that they're like the they're like the energy bar you eat before you go to bed, so they're a sleep bar, and I. I don't quite get how it in theory works, but their literature heavily implies, like, eat this bar, you'll sleep good, yo. <laughs> Which I'm like, are, are you putting drugs in your food? How are you promising this? So what's in it? I uh, it, It's it's like a meal replacement bar, but it's like cookies and dream, midnight chocolate, crunch. Uh, it's they, they are the most, like, protein-ass looking protein bars. They, they go the less sugar, high... Uh, High fiber, little bit of protein, low calorie kind of approach that all of these bars do. But I don't get why they're specifically aiming at like, yo, eat this candy bar before bed. <laughs> that is kind of funny. I though. dig it. And I love the fact that like they're doubling down on it so hard that like it's the good night sleep food. I'm like, this is fucked. That's interesting. I don't know why that would be like, hey, you know what? Eat this at night. Well, this will be really good. Well, so I, I, under my impression, uh, the, the true good night food, the real night food, is, is just screwdriver, but instead of using orange juice, you use Z-Quil. Uh, what? You know, Z-Quil, the stuff from Vicks that they were like, please stop using NyQuil to fall asleep, but it's so effective. We'll make you a version of it that doesn't contain the cough medicine. Oh, will it have the sleepy stuff in it? Yes, it'll be nothing but the sleepy stuff. What color will it be? Purple. Perfect. I've never heard of this. Uh, it is like tranquilizer in a bottle you can buy at a CVS. Shit. Like, you could be, like, wired on all the caffeine in the world, a full dose of that, and, like, it's not a good sleep you get out of it. It's like someone walks up and knocks your ass out, and you wake up the next morning, like, cotton mouth. Like, someone just, like, grabbed you, put a pillow over your face, and went, go to sleep, motherfucker. Go to sleep! <laughs> I need to get me some of that. I it's it's real good. Like when I used to travel for work and found myself in like totally different time zones where it was, hey, you gotta be up at six AM tomorrow morning and your body thinks it's three hours ahead. Zequil, it'll get you there. By get you there we mean put your ass to sleep. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. I had no idea there was such a, a super sleeper. If agent. there's better <laughs> stuff out there, but most of it's prescription based, like this is the best over-the-counter one I found, too, like, to the point where I have to be careful about how I take it, where if it's, like, I take it before I take a shower, like, halfway through the shower, it'll start going, you should go to sleep right now. But I'm in a shower, go to sleep right now on the floor. But I need to go to sleep. That could be, like, a... I could do that for a stream challenge when I'm doing a... <laughs> like, all right, I'm gonna take one of these and let's see how long I last. <laughs> that stuff would just wreck you, especially if you were playing a mundane game. Oh, yeah, welcome yeah. to Mave Online's uh, first NyQuil stream challenge. It's midnight, I'm tired, I'm gonna take the ZQuil, and we're gonna see how long this stream lasts. Five seconds <laughs> like, later, you're just dead. Yeah, I'm gonna take this ZQuil, then I'm gonna go ahead and play Penn and Teller's bus challenge. We'll see how this goes. Oh, I wanna watch that so bad. <laughs> I wanna watch that so bad. I would watch that, yeah, I I, I would. Penn and Teller's bus challenge plus sleep medication. 
Yeah, let's see how far And like I get. soothing music in the background. Oh, yeah, you just have Ave Maria repeat. I was thinking like sitar music or something, just where 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 cause you're on drugs. <laughs> that that would work too, actually. Alright, we'll go with that. Coming soon to a stream. Do it for the fucking twenty-four hour stream. Like start that shit off with just like doing a full dose of Z Quill. It's like, alright, we're gonna see how this goes. Oh man, I'm gonna be a wreck. <laughs> I would be an absolute wreck. Oh. <laughs> Please do not abuse sleep medication. I'm not telling you to do that. Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 111. The coolest number combination we're going to have for a while, probably. Yeah, well, we already passed all the good ones. We did uh, 69. We did, what else? Was there? That's really it. Those, those, these That's, are the only yeah. cool number combinations ever. Well, we did have 100, which was our, you know... That's hey, not a combination. Episodes. That's just a, that's, a, that's an impressive milestone, if you will. Okay, well, I guess what's our next one? 420 or something? I was going to say 222, but yeah, 420 will be way cooler. Oh, both of those work. I'll take it. Yeah. But yeah, welcome. As always, I'm Charlie, joined by Alex, a.k.a. Mordak, and Maeve Online. I'm changing up how we introduce ourselves <laughs> this week. And yes, welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, the official podcast of Something Wicked Studios, a YouTube that hasn't posted anything in like <laughs> six months, but we keep doing the podcast. So yeah, studio under construction once my shoulder heals. Yeah. Uh, yes, welcome. for jo- Thank you for joining us. Uh, summer is continuing, and doing a gaming podcast during the summer is hard. That that's funny. You, you, it's the first time you've done an intro in a while, and yeah, yep. Uh, moving forward, I'll be doing all the intros. Uh, I don't know. My intros are pretty good still. They're pretty good. Not gonna lie. Other than you know, confusing our names and all. Not really. <laughs> Just did it Barnicate. out of order. Did a different thing. Hmm. Changing it up because we have to fill time because gaming news has an all-time low because it's July. Yeah, it's it's a dry, it's a dry couple Not months. Not the for... driest summer though, which is both like great but also a little depressing. Uh huh. But you know. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I feel like it. It is just kind of this weird. Like it's a post E three. Been almost over. It's been over a month now. Almost two months, actually, because E3 was in May, right? Uh, isn't it technically in June? It's like the first May. week of... No, oh, it's not. It was June this time. It's before it's been in May. That's it, it. It was in June. So it was about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we did our E3 podcast release for the 16th. Yeah, it's been about a month. Just about. So, after uh, gaming news pretty much blows its load last month, we're kind of just at a dry. So... Or that recovery stage, if you will. But yeah, there's nothing going on news-wise, so we'll, we'll try to scrape out something. <laughs> we are weirdly ahead of ourselves, because we actually have news this week, and, like, some shit's going... We should just get to weeks already. This is this is bad. Let's go. Yeah. Alright, go ahead. Tell us about your week. Uh, I guess I want to uh, start off by saying hello to our listeners of Spain, Sweden, and India. It's been fun watching you guys... Climb over Canada into our uh, second, third, and fourth most downloaded com country slots. There you go. Suck it, Canada. I, America's hat. 
Hey, okay, actually, I take that back. I love. Canada. I'd like to. Yeah, really I'd nice like to apologize to all our Canadian listeners on behalf of Alex. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, not much. Uh, I'm stuck in my kind of loot grindy loop of um, playing Warframe, playing Destiny Two, and because there's a summer event going on Monster Hunter right now, I'm going back and getting all the event quests I missed for various reasons. I got my rocket powered uh, great sword again. I got my. I finally have my rocket powered great sword in that game, so I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, it's that game is weird to go back to after not playing it for four months. <laughs> I got real bad at that game. Yeah, no, I, Iron Banner is upon us in Destiny 2, so there's stuff to do. Uh, Warframe just had Tenocon, so it's kind of in the news, and as a result, I'm playing it more because it's on my radar again. I did play something, air quotations, new this week, though. Uh-huh, go on. I played Defiance 2050. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I wonder. I think I might have played that before. You may have played Defiance. Defiance 2050 is again new. Heavy air quotations. Um, so there was a game called Defiance. It was. T- it's an MMO. It's a shooty MMO. Uh, it's yes. It was tied into a sci-fi TV show where, like, on a weekly basis, you'd get um quests based around what happened on the show and stuff like that, but also to avoid cost, they never actually had any of the characters really show up in the game. Like, some did, but voice acting's expensive, so not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played that briefly. I got a free CDQ for it. Yes. It was good. So, Defiance 2050, as far as I can tell, is literally the same game, just released in a free-to-play model. Okay. Uh, maybe the graphics are better. Like, I I went back and watched some stuff. Like I never. I think I played Defiance one or uh, Defiance Vanilla for like an hour once. I'm like, ah, this is a video game. That was a fun free trial or something. And I don't know why I started playing Defiance 2050. Mostly because I'm now like trying to play every MMO ever. Apparently, <laughs> and I'm like, this is still a video game. That I'm not sure I'm into, but I, like, I'm not sure I call it good. And some of the free-to-play stuff they're doing feels real fucking scummy. But at the same time, like, it's not bad. Like, it's a game I'm not gonna recommend. But like, if you're curious, go play it. It's free. Yeah. Huh. I, so is it a lot like the first one? Or uh, it's exact. It, as far as I can tell, it is exactly the first one. I mean, like, the first what what um Defiance 2050 is is what that game was at launch, literally what that game is at launch, like content-wise and stuff, and they're just going to add in all the content they added to that game over the last few years. Oh, okay. That people paid for in the previous one. Hmm. I Like I said, there's some stuff about this, like very little from Defiance carries over. I guess there's some cosmetic stuff that does, but for the most part, it's clean slate. Okay. It's weird, but not unfun. Like, I... I don't know. I'm not going to play any more of it. I may also give that a go because I remember the. I actually, like I said, I played the original and it was it wasn't it's, bad. So it's got some cool. Maybe cool is the wrong word. Like it's got some stuff kind of the same way that um, God, what was that other game we played? Uh, the 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 horror themed one. Um, the Hidden World or Secret World, whatever it was called. Like it's it's got some kind of different MMO stuff going on that's in theory. What's the right word? Intriguing, but the rest of that game is not. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't know. I, that's been it. Lots of Destiny. Lots of Warframe. I think I'm about to get Warframed out again. I 
I've had a good start. I've been, I'm unlocking stuff. I've been clearing planets pretty quickly. I we're about. I'm about to run into that wall where the grind gets really bad for a little while because it's a hey, you got to go find this stuff in these procedure generated levels. So there's no guides, and it's not super obvious what you're looking for. And yeah, we did a shit job of explaining this mechanic. But yeah, I yeah, of those three games, Monster Hunter is currently the best. Yeah, I haven't I've, jumped onto Monster Hunter for a while, but I did play Daunt, Dauntless, which is kind of nice. But I thought you got Monster Hunter World. I do have it. I just haven't hooked it up to the. I haven't hooked up my PS4 to the oh, internet. Fair. I'm still yeah. trying to set up the media center stuff right now. Fair. It's a. It is a very good time to be playing because the summer event is happening, which means all of the old event quests you could like unlock Dante or the rocket powered um great sword are live. Like everything you could like every timed event previously. Is currently doable, which is cool. Mm. Gotta get me that Wiggler helmet. Wiggle. <laughs> but yeah, that's what. I, what have you been up to? Uh, well, let's see. First of all, I can't really think much because it's hot. Real Did hot. the heat come to Portland? It's it's in Portland. It's supposed to reach a hundred degrees up here. It today. has. It is cooler in LA than it is in Portland. I think. Yep, probably. Let's see, I'll tell you right now. As of we us recording this. It's 84 degrees, and it's 10.51 right now. I hate life. <laughs> so, But here's the thing that's really bothered me recently. It's that it's only really, really hot my days off. Ha! So, like, recently, like, the weather will go down, and so I have my weekends off every time, and it's always going to hit, like, 90-something, which sucks. So I am very much ready to buy some sort of AC unit for the apartment. Thinking of buying a portable one so I can move it move to room room to room and not hate life, but we'll see because otherwise. Is your place big enough you can't get away with like a couple of window mounted ones? Um well, here's the thing, like in my living room I don't really have another window I can mount it on. Sure. The bedroom I can get one. I'm still amazed you moved into a modern apartment that didn't have built in AC. Yeah, well, I mean they're not super modern, but they're nice. So it just it also happens that I'm a, I'm on a second floor unit, so heat naturally travels up. I I get it. I'm still just amazed. <laughs> yeah. No, this is fortunately this is a thing. So, um, but yeah, it's it's not bad. I I like it here though. I, mainly because it's super cold, and that's what I enjoy more than anything else. Um, but yeah, the heat sucks ass. Yes. Absolutely sucks ass. A and car so, backfired outside my house last night. I thought it was my AC dying, and I had a mild heart attack. Oh, really? Holy crap. <laughs> Everything was okay, though? Oh, yeah, no, it was fine. I just, it was just this little loud bang, and I'm like, oh, no, it's my AC going on. Oh, no, it's a shitty car. Awesome. <laughs> I love how it's not gunshot. It's, oh, no, my AC. Yeah. Oh, it's the uh, It's just the AC. No, no, it's not just the AC. It's like, I'd rather it be gunshots or backfiring because AC is precious to me. Ah, does it get really hot where you're at? It's really hot in all of LA right now. Oh, okay. Well, I just figured, like, because you're, you're not exactly in LA. You're in one of the valley areas. So. No, I'm up. I'm, I'm up on a mountain. Oh, okay. Technically, is that a mountain? I am, like, I think I'm close to 3,000 feet above sea level here. Oh, okay. Huh. I'll be damned. For some reason, I thought it was more valley, but okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess the... What was it? 
it's just been really hot, so I've been kind of working through that. But um, I did do some actual gaming stuff. Oh? Yeah, I, I finally started playing Dusty 2 again. So It's weird getting back into that game, isn't it? You know what it was? For me, the first real big adjustment is since I've been playing so much Overwatch, I've adjusted my my mouse sensitivity so much mm-hmm. that like when I jumped into Destiny, I was like, how the fuck did I play with the sensitivity so fucking high before? So And you didn't. That, I did for a while. Huh. Yeah. Because the sensitivity was adjust I hadn't been adjusted since I logged in uh last time. So Interesting. Yeah. But I guess I adjusted it back and I'm doing well again. Uh just kind of getting caught up with the gear grind right now. I still haven't committed to buying Forsaken yet, but um we'll see so i'm holding off on that for now um so but it was nice it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad uh did play with a couple friends which made it a little bit fun yeah it's just on the pc side one of my friends uh his game kept crashing so that's kind of a pain in the ass yeah so it's hard to do like the uh the strikes when you have one person in your group drop out <laughs> yeah so um but other than that let's see what else did i um i played a game called earthfall I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, that's the it's like it's like Left 4 Dead with zombies or not zombies, aliens, right? Yes. Yeah. I've seen trailers. I had not picked it up yet. It's not bad. It's very, very much like uh, Left 4 Dead, but with aliens. So it's a four four player co op team. You know, you run around and you play. You, you go through you know levels and shit like that. Like, it's not bad. Um, there are definitely some things they can flesh out. Sure. sure. Like, but it's not bad. Um, there are some guns I definitely appreciate. There are some things that they add to it that the other, like, Left 4 doesn't have. Like, you can actually build up barricades and stuff like that. Hmm. So, there's little things like that. But, um, a lot of the monsters are very similar to, like, Left 4 Dead. So, you've got your, um, what is it? The Basically, the equivalent to the one that jumps and pounces on you. You've got the lasher one, which would take you with its tongue kind of thing. All similar things, for the most part. But it's fun. I like the idea that it's actually alien-based and not zombie-based again. Sure. So that will make it fun. Um, I might play it a couple more times with some friends. We'll see how it goes. But it was a nice little demo to kind of try out and play. Sure. It was nice. I also haven't picked uh, it up. You've just been playing uh, Early Access or something? Well, I played a demo because I got a key from it. From, gotcha. Uh, from Bridgetown. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. It was one of the other stream things I do, but yeah, it was it was cool. Hmm. Um, what else? Other than like playing that, um, I am getting everything ready because the WoW pre-patch goes live. Yes, Tuesday, we're going to talk will... about that this week. I put that in the news especially for you. I saw that, so I was going to mention it, but it looks like it's already going to be on there. But yeah. Yes, getting ready for that. But other than that, it's pretty much been... Uh, Pretty much been kind of a slow week, just kind of doing work stuff and getting yeah. situated. I'm I'm really enjoying the, uh, what is it? I'm really beginning the, I'm really enjoying kind of working where I'm at. So, yeah, it's nice. But yeah, um, other than that, <coughs> that's pretty much been my week. Just kind of chilling, relaxing, doing my thing. Should we news it up then? Uh, I believe so. I think it's time to news it up. Time for news. That's way too much fanfare for one of our segments. Well, it's we gotta change it up, like you said. Fair, no, it's fair. Uh, 
Right off the bat, uh, Monster Hunter World hitting PC on August 9th. Yep. Which I'm intrigued because one of the things I've heard that's being asked about it is, will you be able to character copy from your console into the PC version? And there has been no fucking comment on that yet. Yep, none at all. And just a friendly little reminder to people out there, there is a PlayStation deal for Monster Hunter World, so if most content matters to you, get the PS4 version, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. I personally will not be making the change unless they, like, get out there and really say you can do a character transfer, because I don't want to go through that early level stuff again. Yeah. I may or may not get it, I'm not 100% sure. I... There's very little reason to get it. Like, it's also got a real scummy um, DRM device in it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Really? Yeah, it's, it's got the bad one. I'm blanking on the name for it. It's, it's not great. Oh. Like, I think they're locking frame rates on it and stuff like that, too. You don't, if you have not been playing on it because you've been waiting for the PC version, this is a great version. You're not gaining that much by changing to the PC version of this. I think it's got a cap frame rate. I don't believe it supports 4K. It looks gorgeous, but the game already looks gorgeous, so... hmm Yeah. Okay. Well, for you Monster Hunter people out there, or well, for you Dauntless players, uh, if you're enjoying playing Dauntless, go ahead, but this really is shitty timing for them, unfortunately. I, we've talked about that before, yeah. I Dauntless is going to make the best of the old Monster Hunter games, and this is what new Monster Hunter games are, and new Monster Hunter games are pretty fucking amazing, yep. especially compared to the old ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of releases, uh, Darksiders 3 is allegedly coming in no- on November 3rd. You know Darksiders, that like post-apocalypse, apocalypse, edgelordy version of Zelda? Oh, is that what that is? It's the, oh. the first one you played as War, the second one you played as Death, and this time you're playing as Fury, who has whips. Uh, I personally have loved the games. They're, they got kind of a fun style and edginess to them. I always dug. I I like the first one a lot for being very much a, like, hey, it's gritty Zelda, and the second one was like, hey, it's gritty Prince of Persia, and, uh-huh. like, the story for them is dumb, but also one I'm into enough, now I'm totally going to pick this up. Oh, this does look pretty good. I, it's kind of, the, I've loved the designs for it, like, I love the fact that the the demons in the game are very kind of these feral, like, monsters, and the angels, it's like super tech things, and the... Mm-hmm. Horsemen are weird. I, it, I, I've enjoyed the franchise for what it was and wanted them to kind of finish the trilogy of it, and I'm really happy they're doing that. So, like, I, at the same time, I have no... I, I'm pretty sure this game's going to be a little bit bad. Like, the videos for it don't look great, but at the same time, it's a, if you finish the story you were setting out to write, I will be super into this. I probably won't play this on hard mode like I played the previous two, because I'm not sure this is worth it, but... Yeah. I thought uh, that if you wish, you can pick up some ridiculously expensive versions of the game that come with uh, various figures, though, as part of the pre-order bonuses. But yeah, for a game I was pretty sure wasn't happening anytime soon, the fact it's coming out this year on November 27th is pretty cool. I'm probably going to have to try it out myself. Is it coming out for PC as well? Or is it uh, it's come out or... for everything previously. Like, I know you can buy uh, Darksiders 1 and 2 for almost... For Everything, including, like, modern and last-gen consoles. Oh, yeah, there it is. Windows PC. Perfect. I I don't know how the PC versions were. I just, like, a lot of people say the first Darksiders is the best one. I 
the character of death is a better character. Uh, sorry, the character of war is a more likable character than the character you play in two. But I think two is an overall better game. Like the combat in two does some real cool shit, but at the same time, like you play as death, and death is the most edge lordy motherfucker ever. But maybe mm-hmm. death is the most edge lordy motherfucker ever. So, eh, <laughs> kind of balances out. Well, yeah, when your name is Death, you have to. Yeah, I've, like, there's something entertainingly like stoic and over-the-top about war from Darksiders 1 that then they give you like mopey McMurder emo pants in Darksiders 2. It's like, okay, yeah, this is definitely still the same franchise, but this is a, like, war is this big kind of manly power armor dude, and then you've got Death, who's like this emaciated, like, again, like, makes sense for Death, hockey mask wearing rapid attack like cat dude and you're like okay this is very different but also i dig it i like him i'm happy we're getting a third one i really hope it's the end of the franchise though because like i i care more about it ending than like hey it's more dark stars but no i want this weird story you set out to tell finished Mm -hmm. and i think it was always meant to be a trilogy so if they could end the trilogy i will be very happy well these these guys are named after the four horse the so yes there's gotta be one more no, because the fourth one seems to be kind of running around and all, and like, I'm assuming he should show us up the third game too. Like, so the the fourth one is Pestilence, and either Pestilence is dead or like doing shit behind the scenes or like might be the boss. It's not clear, but they, they've made it very clear you're never going to play as Pestilence because the ranged weapon you get in both games is Pestilence's sweet ass hand cannons. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get his weapon. You get his guns. Yeah, like, a, a Pestilence has guns, FYI, and they're sweet-ass hand cannons. Like, revolvers that have, like, ten rounds in them apiece, but I... I... I don't know. I just ended, I guess, is my reaction. Like, I I think it was always supposed to be a trilogy, but I don't know. I, I don't work for THQ Nordic. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, moving on to that, to some Destiny news, actually. So... As part of the big Forsaken thing, they're going to start ramping up how fast the uh, reset happens. Uh, for Destiny players, you're not familiar with the fact that Destiny resets once a week on Tuesday. That's now going to be happening twice a week, so twice the chance to get high-end gear and stuff like that from various grindable activities. Uh, it's, I personally think, a good move on their part. It kind of gives you a... It's not quite dailies, but now it's like, hey, you can... Make some real progress in a week if you want to real knuckle down and play. Mm. Yeah, it, it it's just rewarding people that want to play it that often, which I think is great. I don't get the impression Zer will be showing up twice a week now, but hey, who knows? I don't. Uh, so, is this the reset for the raid, or is this this is the reset for, for everything? That's the weekly reset will now happen twice this. a week. I don't know how I feel about the reset being every. No, no, it's twice a week, not every two weeks. Oh, oh, I read that wrong. Ah, that's good. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, for some reason, read it that it's going to be like once every two weeks. I'm like, Wait, no, no, what? no, no. It's it's now like I think they're talking. It would be like on like Friday and Tuesday or something. Okay, would be my that's guess. Like basically, it's like, hey, if you play during the week, awesome. And now also you play on the weekend. In addition to that, like it's for I suspect the majority of us, this change won't matter that much. But at the same time, like if you're trying to power level and get really good gear really fast. This will matter to you because you can now grind out those activities in a more expedited manner. And 
given what they're talking about, like they're getting a lot more stuff into the game, and also including the fact that now they're gonna have random roles on shit. I suspect mm-hmm. this is kind of a hey, yeah, uh, you need this because a lot like you're gonna have bad roles now, and that means you're gonna be dismantling a lot more shit. But I don't know. But I guess speaking of pre-expansion patches, you want to explain this uh, Battle for Azeroth uh, pre-expansion patch that drops on July seventeenth to us, Alex? Yeah. Okay. So what Blizzard has been doing now is they'll actually release the big pre-patch prior to the actual game launch. So this pre-patch is going to take all the big mechanical changes that are taking place and roll them out live. Sure. So, A, people have time to get used to any new class changes. So, for example, um, for anybody who knows that's been following WoW just in general, your artifact weapons uh, will lose all their powers. They're going to suck now. Yeah, they're just going to be stat sticks at this point. They're no longer providing all these crazy buffs and things like that. So... A lot of classes that really depend on making their class really shine because of their artifact traits are no longer going to have them. So, this is going to be a thing. Uh, it's Other than that, there's going to be a lot more changes in terms of, obviously, the class changes themselves. Um, there's stat squish, because WoW has been reaching the millions when it comes to certain DPS points. So, the big stat squish is also coming this uh, this Tuesday. So, I love that concept of stat squish. Yeah. Well, you basically just reduce the numbers that are involved. Well, yeah, it's like, got tamp that shit down now. Yep. So our item levels are, like, hitting thousands, so everything's going to drop down to, like, 100, 200, something again. Um, See, I feel like that's a mistake. Like, I, on one hand, I get the logic behind it, but also, like, I love the idea of a game that's been around for 10 years having, like, characters where it's gear score, like, oh, I got a 3 million level gear score. That's dumb, but cool. <laughs> it is, I think, but it's more for calculation. Oh, yeah, no, I, but... <laughs> I, I, I get why you do it. It doesn't change the fact that I love the concept of, look how big this number is, yo! Yeah, no, it'd be amazing to see what the numbers were if they actually hadn't stat squished before. Yeah. Um. So, other than that, they're also introducing some new features. Uh, one of the new features being, of course, uh, legacy loot. So, if you like to go, if you like to collect transbox stuff, you can set your loot to legacy loot, and then you can uh, grind out all the old raids and dungeons. You'd get all the loot that drops from it, as opposed to only getting certain pieces of loot. So, uh, if you want to farm gold, that's a good way to do it as well, depending on how they redo the numbers, of course, for that. Um, alternatively, one of the other things that is being done, that's kind of a big thing, is certain things will no longer be able to be unlocked uh, starting Tuesday. So... The first thing being Mage Tower appearances. If anybody knows, if you play WoW, there are certain special artifact skins that you can unlock for doing a special challenge thing that's just you. Um, On Tuesday, you will no longer be able to do that. So that is gone and locked out forever. So if you wanted to get those, now's the time to do it. You've got the next couple days. That's the first thing. Second thing, uh, Heroic Kill Jaden drops a... No, sorry. Heroic uh, Argus drops a quest for a mount. It's a like it's a spell wing bird that's like purple. It's really cool looking. After Tuesday, that no longer will drop, and you can no longer complete that. So if you don't have the mount, now's the time to grind that up, because otherwise it's gone forever. Um, other than that, yeah. It's I just have always respected the... WoW for having the stones to do that, personally. Yeah. No, there, there are certain stuff that's like, no, you're gone. It, it's done. Goodbye. <laughs> so... The, we- the characters I like, I like the weapons appearances for. I've already grinded out, but I don't have that mount yet, so I need to grind that out this weekend. You gonna get that mount? 
fuck yeah, I do. I want to get it. <laughs> I need so, that mount. So it, that's gone forever if you don't get it done by Tuesday. So for any of you out players listening in, this is the time to do it because those are the stuff that's going to be locked out completely. Yeah. But yeah, um, other than that, I'm excited. I look forward to seeing how how much these classes are going to change considering I've, I've been playing them, so I already know I have a good idea of what's going to change. But certain classes are going to start showing up a lot more. Certain specs are going to show up a lot more, especially like uh, Demonology Warlocks are finally getting fixed, it looks like. So we'll see. Actually, you might like Demonology Warlocks, Charlie. I, I canceled my subscription. Oh, well... So what they're redoing now with demonology is your big emphasis is you shoot shadow bolts, but you cast other abilities that summons just a bunch of demons at once. Huh. So you're basically a giant pet demon herder. So that sounds that does sound fun. I wish I still played. I yeah yeah I I don't know. It's cool running around with like eight imps, two like feral demon looking things, one giant demon carrying an axe. Okay, that does then- sound ridiculous in the best way possible. Yeah, as you're like channeling and doing stuff, you would get more and more imps that shoot fireballs, and then uh, you have these two like I forget what they're called, like thresh. I don't know what they're called, but they're like two like dog-looking demons that they charge at whenever you're killing. They're like fellhounds, yeah. You got two fellhounds, and you can also summon another giant, bigger version of the fellhound uh, that comes out. And then if you want to do like an AOE, there's a talent where you summon the flying bats and they just bombardier and drop into the enemy and suicide kill themselves. Like, very, uh, what's, uh what is it? Kamikaze? Right huh. into, like, the whole, just, yeah. It's pretty cool. They, they've really redone Demonology. It's probably one of the favorite specs going into this expansion that a lot of people have been talking about. Hmm. So, yeah, it's looking good. I like it just because it's very, like, you just have a lot of pets and a lot of demons doing stuff, which is kind of nice. You just have to make sure you keep them up. And then you just shadow bolt and throw your dead soul, fu- soul fire, all that stuff. If someone doesn't make some gangster rap video with that character now, I they, they, opportunity's been missed because you have a literal demon posse now. You pretty much do, yeah. You have an entourage of demons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's looking. Ah, uh, no, maybe I'll come back at some point. I I started like, yeah, I don't know. Like I had a hard time pushing through that cataclysm stuff. I. I hit Pandaria, and it just was a, uh, yeah, I, I don't fucking know, man. No, I understand. Yeah. But yeah, um, anyway, get some stuff done, because otherwise, it starts on the 17th, you can no longer get it. Yeah. As of this podcast releasing, you've got one day. <laughs> <laughs> ah, these typically go up, you can now download these typically, actually on the Sunday, we, I get done editing them, typically. Yeah, so then Official if it comes out on Sunday. Monday. Yeah. If, yeah. If this comes out on Sunday, you've got two days. Listen to this podcast, go grind out some shit and WoW. Do it! Yep. That's yeah. it. So there's the WoW report for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on from that to kind of one of the sillier news items we got this week. A modder was playing around with Colonial Marines because modders apparently have no taste in video games. And found <laughs> out that you could really improve the AI in that game by changing literally one letter of the code. What? I I don't know what to say on that one. I Modder, uh, Modder who goes by James Dickinson, uh, published some notes that basically say, hey, if you change this one letter in a chain of code in that game's kind of code, it really fixes the the AI in that game. Oh. Oh, yeah. It cha- I guess it's a typo in their original code. 
Yeah. And it's basically meant to say Heather without an A. Yep. Huh. That is interesting. <laughs> I don't know why you're messing around with that game still, dude, but you're doing, I don't know, God's work or something. Power to you, man. Yeah. Power to you. Moving on from that, some slightly sadder news. Uh, this one goes out to you, Jeff. Uh, and to all other Friday the 13th fans out there, uh, due to some ongoing legal battles surrounding the ownership of that franchise, not the game, the franchise itself and who owns Friday the 13th, there will be no new content coming to that game, and it's probably pretty safe to consider that thing dead. Really? Oh. I wish I knew more on this topic, in all honesty. I, I've gotten the impression these legal battles have been an ongoing thing. I've about who owns Friday the 13th, and for a licensed game, that becomes a real problem. Yeah. Well, that sucks. But, I mean... Yeah. If you weren't too sure in terms of the legal side of things, I mean, this was bound to happen. Well, and this is something I've always wondered about, because it's... What's the right word? It always felt kind of a little bit weird. Like, I think it got announced on Kickstarter before they even had the license, and they got... Part of the Kickstarter campaign was to get the license. Mm Mm-hmm. I, it's it it's not clear, but if if you were into what that game was, uh, Dead by Daylight's still out there, and I hear that game's going pretty strong. And it got a, I think it got some licensed characters lately, so who knows what'll happen? But yeah, yeah. They, they've had a, they've had I think they had Jason already in it. No, not Jason. I bet like Freddy Krueger or Leatherface. Oh no, it was Leatherface. My bad. They'll fucking yeah. put Leatherface in anything. That franchise <laughs> is not <laughs> sacred to anyone. Just take it. Take it. <clears throat> Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Whatever. Huh. Yeah. Moving on to some financial stuff, I guess. Uh, remember that whole Eve Japan... Yeah, it's not Eve, not Eve. Uh, Evo Japan debacle we talked about uh, got a couple months back now? Uh, Yeah, Evo Japan, where they lost a lot of money. Well, they lost a lot of money because to, they had to make it free to enter because of how kind of the rules for that stuff works in that country. Mm-hmm. Apparently, some steps are being taken to... Uh, so, apparently, what was going on there was that that fell under kind of a gambling rules. Like that gambling kind of oversees what how eSport tournaments work because you pay money to get in, and maybe you make money at the other end kind of thing. It makes sense if you think about it that way. And I guess they're taking steps to kind of loosen those laws or change those laws or get kind of a waiver system in place so that you can actually give really good cash prizes and change how it's done so you can actually run real tournaments. Basically, they're going to start licensing people. Well, that's good. So they're going to actually be profitable this time around as opposed to losing a ton of money? We'll see. The idea is that you can now get... The the Japanese government will offer licenses to a select few dozen players or some number of people so that they can compete in the tournament. Mm. Uh, Sorry, in a paid video game events in the future and stuff. I don't quite know what that means, but I guess it's a big step because they've been really not okay with that, but it means you could have like a pro tournament circuit in Japan finally. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But on the other end of the financial spectrum, we have Epic Games out there saying, uh, the makers of the Unreal Engine and Fortnite, saying that now developers who use the Unreal Engine to make assets and stuff and put them on the store will get 88% of the sale, as opposed to, I think, the previous one was 70 or something, uh, because they're making so much goddamn money off Fortnite they can afford to do this. (laughs) 
they have also kind of back paid a bunch of people said money so they got a bunch of some developers or some artists whatever the right word is may have just gotten a big payday out of that but this has not been met with the most uh, happy of reception because this very much feels like they are very aggressively going after the creator space that is Unity. Huh. So what? Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's a competition at the end of the day. Capitalism one on one. Yeah. So, I mean, what does Unity currently offer? Uh, so Unity doesn't have a game kind of company behind it. It's still just an engine. Okay. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool they're doing this, but it also makes you realize just how much fucking money they're probably making off Fortnite, which is a little disgusting to think about. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. When, when did we first talk about Fortnite making over a million bucks just from the mobile stuff? Uh, a couple months, a months ago. Yeah. Imagine what they're at now. I, I mostly enjoy the fact that I think one of us came down as like, this is a cheap cash in. It'll never overtake PUBG. Oh, it. God, I know, right? Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. And now PUBG's starting to add a lot of the elements from Fortnite into it. Yeah. So It's as though one game is a terrifying hellscape, but the other game is fun. <laughs> not saying PUBG is bad, it's just a little bit more serious, and it's not a pick-up-and-play game. No, it's not. Fortnite definitely is. Yep. Yeah. But that does it for news this week, or news and we're moving to our main topic and our main topic is the biggest of news to happen lately i actually feel like we didn't i think this technically happened in time for us to talk about this last week and it was still unfolding so i kind of backed away and didn't throw it in our hopper uh but so for those unfamiliar with what we're kind of alluding to recently guild wars 2 uh published by arianet developed by arianet i don't quite know how that works uh fell into some controversy basically it fired two writers for get uh, one, one Jessica Price got into an argument on Twitter with a YouTuber. Let's get, let me get that name quickly. Uh, D e r o i r. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, got an argument with him over. Uh, basically, she posted something about kind of development and challenges of creating a variety of things in MMO. And as I understand it, he basically responded with a comment that it's not quite the same because writer, but It'd be the same as me, like calling Al uh, Alex having like giant network issues at his work, and me walking up to him and being like, "Dude, have you just tried turning it off and on again?" Mm. It's like so. In my case, I work in the theme park industry. It's like theme park people online talking about how this roller coaster could have been better if we had just done X. And it's like, yeah, no, shut up. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Mm -hmm. Well, so she went off on him. And at the same time, fellow co-worker uh, Peter Fries, kind of, uh, Fries, Fries, F-R-I-E-S, came in and said, yeah, I'm a dude, and I don't get any of this shit happening to me, so flash forward to July 3rd, and they all got straight, and uh, not all, they both, uh, Jessica and Peter, got fired from Guild Wars 2, uh, Arianette, and the owner of that got out there and kind of was very, like, we're we don't take kindly people fighting with our community, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, neither me or Alex or reporters are super up on this story as it happened or as it unfolded. I we're not ones to comment on how what happened. What we are people are of people of the internet. And if you want to research this topic more, good fucking luck. And that's our main topic this week because 
what has become kind of a pretty cut and dry thing. Like I, I, I get the impression the general consensus is Jessica may have overreacted some, but also like had a had a the reaction was kind of in line with things. And at the same time, compared to other people like Kamiya out there who just fucking shit talks people on Twitter, wasn't that bad. A, a very disproportionate level of reaction to what she said compared to what other developers and publishers and public figures have gotten out there and said in the video game industry. But again, that's inconsequential to the fact that if you try researching this topic, you will find a billion stories of what happened and every fucker out there claiming this is what happened, this is what agenda was being supported and all that jazz, and it is a beautiful nightmare. Have you been following this at all, Alex? I have, but I've got a kind of a different little angle to kind of... Okay, let's hear it. Let's, this is exactly how ridiculous it is. So I'm actually, I've actually got the original uh, Twitter thread okay. on where all this went down. So the, uh, the Jessica Price originally had posted because she was talking about an AMA she had done on Reddit. Yeah. And there was talking about... She had brought up that, you know, this is kind of an AMA-based thing, and she tweeted it out. The guy who replied to her... D D R R O you guys mentioned the YouTuber, yeah. 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 He actually is a long time running Guild Wars 2 community member, so it's not like he's coming out the woodwork just to kinda Oh yeah, no, sorry, I I should have mentioned that. He he's a member of the Guild Wars community. Absolutely, a huge one. At least it's from what I've read. Like he's actively involved and he's very supportive of like the company himself. So she puts out this thing about like, well, this is what I've been talking about in an AMA. So it's presented in like a hey, this is what it is. He comes in with a opinion on the piece, and it wasn't condescending. I actually have the original thing here. I'll link it to you so you can see it, because it doesn't really come off as condescending, and it pretty much very much came, became this whole... It took a really nasty turn all of a sudden. But I don't think it was on his part, to be honest with you. Like, he's, like, throwing out an idea. How many of us throw stuff out there? And it's not like it's an uninformed idea. It's... It's an actual person who's involved in the community, this and that. And so she kind of just gets mad about it, but it's like, dude, it's an AMA. Like, you can't get, like, unless they're personally insulting you, it's, it's kind of this weird angle. So then, like, like I said, like, weird the general reaction part. was she, it's not, it's like, her reaction seems a bit out there kind of thing for what it was, but at the same time, it's it's gone way farther than maybe it should have. It did. Yeah. And so. Well, see, normally I'd be like, okay, well, you know, it happens. This is what it is. But apparently she has a history of saying some pretty shitty things on Twitter. Does she? Yeah. She, uh, here, I'll, let me find the the one, because I saw this earlier, and I was like, maybe it was just like a one-off, but no, she just kind of seems like a shitty human being about certain things. So, <clears throat> so when a, uh, let's see, this was a tweet about... Uh, she tweeted about Total Biscuit when he passed away, and she said, and I quote, and this tweet is still up on her Twitter account, the kindest thing I can say is I'm glad he's no longer around to keep doing harm. Okay, that's pretty fucked. Yeah, and this was, was it, he passed away in May, right? Yeah, we talked about it in this podcast. Shortly after he passed away, and then somebody asked, well, who passed? And she said, Total Biscuit. So, that's the thing, like, you're gonna, like, this is not new. This yeah. is, this is, she's had shitty behavior in the past. Normally I'd be like, hey, look, I get it, you know, this is, but it, the guy's not coming up into, a, he, the guy did war or whatever, he's not coming up into the aggressive. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, if I made it sound like he was coming up aggressively, it, 
I did yeah. not intend it. it. It started off as kind of a friendly enough conversation slash the dumb stuff we that play video games say to people that make video games all the goddamn time. Like, hell, we just recently talked on this podcast about the you could change one line of code in a video game to make it more functioning. Like, video games are hard, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know what? I get it. Hey, this, you know, you can have shitty days and these things happen, but this is this is not exactly uh, a niceness. I guess he has kind of a history yeah. of being shitty. So I, I, I kind of felt a little bit less bad for her after this whole thing. But then again, at the same time, like, she attacked a member who's been actively involved in the ArenaNet community. And ArenaNet, if you let that slide, I mean, that's kind of a weird thing. He got put into a weird corner, I think. That plus this. And the thing is, like, I get it, separate business account, separate, like, personal account, but when you openly tout on your personal account that this is where you work, you become a reflection of that company no matter what you try to say. Like, I can say, you know, hey, look, I'm, I got something with studios, I work with them here, but if I go off and do post other nonsense and some crazy, out-of-the-line, stupid shit, Charlie has every right to remove me from something Wicked Studios. Yes, I do, in theory. But at the same time, though, too, like, this is gonna sound weird. I, I believe in letting people be themselves at the end of the day. Like, I've, we talked about having the past where I'm like, I, it's like, if you want to say something shitty, I have every right to punish you for saying something shitty kind of thing. But at the same time, like, it's, I'm not gonna stop you from saying something shitty. And I guess, like, my biggest takeaway from this is she doesn't necessarily mention Guild Wars in this kind of thing. She talks about MMORPGs in a general context and stuff. And, like, SWS is what it is. Like, imagine if your if your day job, the job we actually used to make money and stuff like that, took issue with you put on Twitter. Or, like, for that matter, took issue with the fact that we have this crazy-ass podcast where we occasionally say some fucked-up shit. Mm-hmm. I, like, how much of you is, like, and kind of, I guess the business angle of this I've heard is, were there any, like, to a certain extent, are there rules, like, what were there discussions or conversations or rules or whatever in place about, like, what your social media presence could be? Like, because that's kind of stuff you actually have to get at. Those are things that are in contacts occasionally. I, in my industry, there are specific rules about what you can and can't put on social media if you're working on certain projects. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it, it comes down to very, every business is different. Like, like for example, with if you worked at Disney, and you touted some hateful shit, and you're like, well, I'm on my own time, this is my personal Twitter account. Disney gets a hold of it, you're gone. Like, I don't think Disney would ever let anybody fly with that stuff. Like, that's that's it, you're done. Other companies might have that little more freedom with that, but that's t- purely up to the company themselves. Yeah. I mean, you've mentioned here, like, you know, with us, we, we tend to kind of be ourselves, and it's yeah. part of one of the things I really enjoy about it. Granted, I don't think I'll ever go off the rails and say some dumb shit on the internet. I don't know. You said some real messed up stuff that I've just chosen to cut from the podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're fine. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I guess it's also a thing of, like, if I went on the podcast here and pretty much said, everybody who watches SDOS videos or a good chunk of these, if you disagree with those, you're fucking stupid. Like, if we directly start attacking our base, which is the one set of people I don't think you should really go after. Yeah, it's, it's, a, bad, it's a bad business move. I'll say that up. Yeah, that's... Yes, you should not do that as a business person. Yeah, and so, at the end of the day, like, I get it, and she has every right to say what she wants. If she dislikes, you know, 
that guy's opinion, that's fine. But like, if you're going to have an AMA and then get mad when somebody brings up something on the other side of the discussion, then maybe you shouldn't be having an AMA in the first place. Like, if if we were to have, like, if we did an AMA and I got completely upset over a question somebody asked me, then I shouldn't really be doing an AMA. I should be doing yeah. ask me almost anything or something along those lines. Like, don't have, don't create open discussion and then get mad when the discussion is open. But at the end of the day, ArenaNet is a business, and, like, it sucks that she got fired. I mean, it's a shame, but at the end of the day, they have their business to meet. Like, it's it's pretty much the same with anything. Like, you can work somewhere and do your thing, but if you make the company look bad, then the company has every right to fire you. Yes, but I guess I want to rein this back in for a sec. If you go back and look at what was actually said, it's the most nothing thing ever, like, whether she was shitty to Total Biscuit or not, like, if she was indeed fired over this kind of interaction, there's basically nothing here. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, I think it's not so much what she, what she said and what I've been gathering from this whole drama is that it's the fact that she went after a customer. The customer came to her, technically. Well, the thing is, though... He, she came to her in an open discussion. Like, that's the thing. She was having an AMA-type setup. So you're inviting people to come and ask you No, stuff, no, I'm talking about the Twitter, not the AMA. The Twitter is what kicked all this off. The AMA was kind of oh, set right. and done. Well, yeah, no, I know, but she was expanding on that on her Twitter. She got fired over the Twitter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, well, yeah, the AMA was fine. The, the AMA on Reddit was never the problem. The problem was always been the Twitter account. So, or at least yeah. what happened on the Twitter account. So, I mean, granted... It's a little bit much considering I don't think she went over the line. Like yeah, people I, have been people have not been fired for more. Like that's the Yes, thing. I guess that's maybe that and that's what I'm trying to get at. Like it's the you have developers published you have public figures in gaming, as I said as I mentioned previously, that say way fucking worse shit. All the goddamn have you been to Kamiya's Twitter ever? No. It is just him calling people idiots and fuckwits constantly. Yeah. Admittedly, he kind of owns part of Platinum, and he is Kamiya, but like it's it's very much kind of a what happened is such a nothing thing to get fired over, and the fact mm. that it then spread from okay, one person got fired, another person got fired for as best we can tell from the outside, sticking up for her. That part I haven't been able to read too much. Of. That's the guy. So that's the that's the second part of this. That's the God. What's his name? Um, the Peter Fry's freeze. How do you pronounce his name? He just kind of got out there and said, "Hey, yeah, I, I this seems kind of like it's I'm a guy and I've never gotten this much attention for it." And that sparked a whole set of conversations, like similar jobs, similar parts of Area Net, similar parts of Guild Wars 2, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they from a public-facing perspective, all we know is they basically got fired over the Twitter stuff. Mhm. Which I will say compared to the content that's in there, there are people who've been fired who should have been fired for way worse. Yes, shit. and that's like, kind of, like, that's that's what I'm getting at. Like it's one of those ones where it's the getting in an argument with one of your community people. Yes, not a great move, but it's not even an argument. It's a little bit of a kind of like eh, eye rolling exasperation aimed at someone that blew the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, and granted, like like there are people like I'll use this example. It's a different organization, a different thing entirely. But like there are people who are football players who've been caught beating their wives or dog fighting. Well, and I'm sorry. Like, again, play. to go back to this, like someone pops up and attempts to explain to someone who's been working at what she does for a decade 
the concept of branching dialogue, a concept that like anyone who's ever played a Bioware or Bethesda game post Morrowind kind of thing understands. Mm. Like that's condescending at my at, in my book. I, I know you said it's not that condescending, and like again, in the grand spectrum of things you could say on Twitter, is it that bad? No, but also like it's it's like looking over a mechanic's shoulder and being like, "Yup, this is a car." Uh. I think it's different, though, in the sense that, like, hey, I'm opening up dialogue as opposed to, like... But the, like this wasn't okay. dialogue. You, this was kind of like, well, if you just did this, wouldn't it be easier? I don't think it, it looked like That's that. That's how it reads it to much, me, dude. Oh, I read it a little bit differently. Uh, it then. reads exactly like, well, did you think about doing this? Well, he it's was like, so hey, simple. But he's not like he was throwing out her discussion completely. Yeah, but like, at the same hey, time, he's saying well, like, it's very much a did you think of X? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, and there's nothing wrong with taking up dialogue like that. It's not like he's like, well, you're wrong. This is what it is. That's the thing. That's the difference, though. That's not how it, his response read. And I get that. Yeah. Like, I, it, it's like, hey, look, maybe I kind of disagree. But like this, as a fan, this is where I'm coming from with this angle. And it's not like he's just this random nobody fan. This is a guy who's been actively involved with the community for a long time. But at the same time, that makes weight. him a nobody fan. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. He has never made a video game as far as I know. Yeah, but you're, as a customer, you have, like, uh, okay. So, hmm, let me see how I want to phrase this so I get this out of here properly. Okay, so at the end of the day, the customer, there are some things the customer wants to see. A customer would like to see. Yes, last week's main topic is a perfect example of that. But the thing is, though, he's not coming in condescending. He's not being a jerk. He's oh, like he's just kind of being, hey, this is this, you know, he, he kind of just presents a different thing. And it's immediately, hey, you know what? No. Like, that's, that's for me personally, I think the dick move is in, like, somehow, not, you could have just replied back and been, well, this is kind of how I see it. This is my experience. This is that. But it was just a flat out, no, and just shut it down. Which I think is the dick move as well. Again, I'm not saying she responded great. I'm just saying, Deeru to have Deeroy, His, I know you don't read it this way. His text, his tweet comes off like super. Have you just tried not being bad at your job? Here's this I don't thing. See it like that. I, it's, he's the thing he's recommending you do is such a base level. Like I, I. I you may not see it this way. This is very much the con. This is very much the same level as like he's explaining the basic level of something to someone who, in theory, it, who knows this. They've been doing this a long time. Like this, th- this is kind of the epitome of like if me and you went to Bungie and tried to explain how to like make shooting in Bungie better to Bungie being just like, but what if you just made it suck less? Like this is exactly how that this reads to me. Well, there are people who are involved in industries that aren't necessarily good at their job. You bowl sucks ass at making video game movies, but he still makes them. I, are you going to tell me that his presentations of video game movies are always right? I think his presentation of movies... Uh, so here's the issue. There aren't a lot of really good video game movies to judge against, and on top of that, like it's he makes bad movies, period. Yeah, but the thing is, he makes them, and so compared to like me, if I were to say his movies suck, he... The the response what you're saying there is well you've never made a movie so you're no no I'm saying shit. you don't know how to make a movie you can say if something's good or bad you don't get to explain to Yui Bull how to make a movie you absolutely can how do you make a movie Alex I don't know but exactly I'm not... here's the thing though I'm not 
having that discussion with him. This guy is having a discussion. But that's the exact same conversation. This is someone who really doesn't know anything about how you make something going to someone that does know how something's made and explaining, here's how you do that. Okay, so she's one part of a giant thing, so she knows every single part of the no, video game? No, but then? it's specifically about how you do this kind of personal narrative in a larger MMO. Like, it's, it is what you Guild have- Wars does, the kind of solo story inside a larger story. Yeah, but you don't have to be a specifically a story video game dev to be to have opinions on that matter and this isn't opinions though this is telling someone how to do their job when that's not your job it's an opinion from someone who's involved in the community it's it's someone who makes youtube and twitch videos I, i like again like we do that but at the same time like we're not experts he doesn't know what goes into making a video game he knows what goes into playing a video game and editing content around a video game. I, like, maybe this is my issue with community kind of that stuff occasionally too. You do, I, I love fighting games. I will never say I know how to make a fighting game though. I know when things mm-hmm. aren't balanced, but I could not begin to even approach the concept of how you balance something. Like you would in theory know that better than I do, and I guarantee that the complexities of a simple process like that would baffle both of our minds. Mm-hmm. Like the level of trial and error and like the revisions, the testing, the like how those mechanics are tweaked. Like I, again, it's like I, I go back to what I do for a living. I, I, I build theme parks for a living kind of thing. If I explained what that process is like to people that are really into theme parks that spend all day on the internet talking about how you like what you should do to fix attractions and stuff like that, the reality of my job versus the kind of publicly perceived, like, oh, it's just this version of my job, would stagger people. My job is so much more boring-ass construction than magical kind of pixie dust. And I and that's and maybe that's kind of where I have the different perspective on this, because this is very much someone who's a fan of something, a hardcore fan. They make their living, conceivably, off of being a fan of something. And that's awesome. You're into this. You love this. But do not for a second think you understand the complexities that go into what it takes to make any of the stuff you in- you enjoy kind of thing. But if that's the case, you can write off any fan with any game in general. And so at that point, why are you going to cater to fans if you're just going to write off any opinions they have um, that don't disagree with yours? Well, it's th- a double-edged sword in that that's, sense. This is opinions versus this is someone telling you how to do your job. Like, it's the, if people think your game is bad and you think your game is good, it doesn't matter because more than just you thinks your game is bad. If- the thing is, though, I, I get it if he came at it maliciously, but he's not coming at it maliciously. Like, he's like, hey, look. Like it's a good read. I may ha- I have a disagreement on it, but like this is kind of where I'm seeing it. And he's not coming in at a dick. He's not saying, "Hey, you're wrong." He's saying, "I disagree on my part. Let me tell you what I think about it." And he and the response was just completely shut down. There's a difference between if it's just some nobody who like comes in and says something. This is somebody who's been actively involved, who's done stuff with ArenaNet, who's been a part of that community. We don't know the level of what he's done in that category from what like, i've been reading about this guy he's been pretty involved with the guild wars community quite a bit like quite a bit he's a pretty big name in that community so okay to just flat out lash at the guy like uh, I, i'm not no, saying her move is smart i'm simply saying like 
you read this as like someone coming in and being like, oh, don't agree with you. I read this as the way I read lots of other stuff in my profession, which is uh, someone who knows nothing, assuming they know what it takes to make something different. Or here's how you fix this thing. And it's like, I, you're not wrong, but also like you're missing every complexity that is this job. Like it's the, if anyone could do this, I wouldn't have a job. Mm-hmm. Well, I think just my thing though is coming in with, at least my issue with it is that it's like, he's not being a dick. And so that's the issue. You read this as him not being a dick. I read this as him being a dick. Okay. Like it's well, not, then, I guess <laughs> like, it, it's not like it's the, is it the most dickish thing I've read on Twitter ever? No, absolutely not. Like, I have posted dickisher things on Twitter than this, but is this the kind of response I definitely want to see after I did a giant MMA on stuff? I don't know. I've never done an MMA for a video game I worked on before kind of thing. Like, I've... An AMA? Or you said MMA. I'm like, what? I would, <laughs> I will fucking throw down an SWS MMA. Come fight our asses. AMA, my bad. Bringing some levity like, back to this yelling match. Oh, I'm like, oh man, you're gonna fight somebody on I, Twitter. <laughs> I'll go fight Yui Bowl. Let's, oh, dude, you know, all you gotta do is critique his movies. He'll call you up I, to fight. I know, oh, I know, that's where I got the joke from, but... <laughs> Sorry, back to the actual topic. Like, I... Again, I'm not defending her reaction to this. I, 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 I don't disagree with you. I think like her reaction is a little bit kind of neither one's in the right. It's kind of, one of those ones where it's like, dude, does it matter who's right in this situation? No. It's the fact that they got that that two people got fired from Arianet from at least from the outside where we are for very fucking little. And then one of those two people didn't even do anything except for stick up for a coworker. Which, if we're going back to the kind of the community angle for it, wouldn't you like a company to have people that stick up for each other employ there? And at least in my perspective, this makes me super not want to play Guild Wars because mm. if this is the way that company works, it's kind of like wow, it's like is this game about to fall over into the ocean at any given point in time? Like if you are so afraid of your community that a nothing argument gets two people fucking fired how unsecure is your game how about to fail is it hmm. uh, i don't know i may have to disagree, disagree with you on that one mainly because here's the thing like norm if this was a one-off thing with her i would absolutely agree with you that she got fired over nothing i would absolutely agree with you i'd be 100 percent but here's the thing. She has a history of saying shitty things, especially things with, like, Total Biscuit. Well, so, and... Which I think... I don't disagree so, with you on that. The official Guild Wars memo that came out on this was about this. As far as we from the public know, she got fired over this. Not any of the other stuff. It was she got yeah. fired over attacking the community. Where... Did she? Sure. Did she really? No. Well... You're gonna attack the people that bring you money. It's she not didn't even a good attack business. them. It was just a. Sh- it was just like I don't care about your opinion. That's well, not even attack. Yeah. At the end of the day, I get that. But to them, if that's what it looks like and that's what the community perception is, then that's a bigger issue. I agree. I agree with you. Like she should have been fired for this because it's not anything. If anything, she should have been fired for the total biscuit thing personally. Yeah. But that's my opinion on the matter because regardless of how you feel about total biscuit and that whole thing, you don't. You don't try to capitalize after somebody's passed away like that in that sense. I think that's a shit move. And personally, if you were working for me and that's how you decided to respond somewhere online, I'd fire you by the end of the day because that's a shit thing to do. I, but- I will also throw out there that like we've not talked about this at all. 
Uh, Price has a history of being harassed by those ever so wonderful groups that made up stuff like Gamergate. Like it's, I understand how you get a little touchy on this topic if that's something you've been living with. Yeah, no, and I totally get that, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think she should have been fired for this thing. This the and the the, if the official arena thing was attacking customers. I get it. My opinion is I don't think she should have been fired, but ArenaNet seems to disagree because they feel that it's been it was attack on a customer, and I get that. So I don't think she should have been fired. That. That being said, ArenaNet at the end of the day has every right to fire people for what they yes. want. Yes, it sucks, but it's reality. It's a private company, and they can choose how they work with that. Now. Does that make me want to play Guild Wars 2 or not? I kind of am indifferent about the whole thing in general, period, because I haven't been playing Guild Wars 2. Yeah. I own it already. They have my money when it comes to that, but they still have in-game transactions, but I probably won't play. <clears throat> but, I mean, it's, 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 this is just kind of a weird thing overall, and it sucks that she's fired, again. But if I hadn't known the Total Biscuit thing beforehand, I might have felt more bad for her. But when I started seeing that stuff, I was oh, yeah, like, no. oh. like, we've talked in the past, like we did that whole the uh, anti-bully thing where it's like, um, you're not a great person either kind of situation. Like people suck at the end of the day. Oh yeah, no, people absolutely suck. I try to at least be transparent with my suckage yeah. when it comes to that. Yep. But um yeah, it's just it's overall it's, I, I think it was kind of blown up out of proportion. Oh, and, and and that's kind of like I actually think our conversation, not being able to agree on exactly where we stand on this one's a good thing. Like, that's kind of the main topic this week is that, like, in our short talking about it, it's been what this has become is ridiculous and yeah. not a great look for gaming. Well, gaming has always had a history of some pretty shitty looking. Yes, and it's bad that we're <laughs> still doing it. It's not going to change, Charlie. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, man. Like, anytime soon. I hate to say it, but dude, I don't think it's gonna change. I mean, it's just this, <laughs> uh, as long as we still have things where people choose to pick their sides based off of consoles, yeah, off of something small like consoles. Versus, I'm sorry, like, I will PC straight knife that. a fucker over the Xbox first first Sony fight. Yeah, you're gonna MMA. People I liquid for... <laughs> cool shit with the blood of the Microsoft faithful. <laughs> yeah, so no, I don't think Xbox it's, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's going to change anything soon, just because of the culture of the. Oh fact no, that, I like, don't. I just it's. Yeah, but I agree that this was blown out of hand. Yeah, but at the same time, and it's because it's it's that unpopular opinion. Like at the end of the day, businesses have their right to do what they want with their company, yep. and if they saw that this is an issue, they handled it as such. Personally, I think it should. There should be other standards, like like I said, the total biscuit thing. But this. Eh, I, I don't think it's a, it's a warranted anywhere near the attention it should have gotten, personally. Yeah. But it is what it is now. Uh, although I didn't get the opinion that ArenaNet is wobbling and could fall apart at any. I don't think it is either. But it's a bad. It, it's not a great look for it. Looks makes them look weak. I guess like if this is how you have, if you are under this level of, if, if you are this beholden to your community, that this is like how. It's the speed at which it was handled. It was the way it was handled. It's the fact that like it's been very personal handled. Like I, it, this is how afraid of your community you are, at least from a public standpoint as a company. It's just not a great look. Like it's the is something going on with Guild Wars we should know about. Mm, not that I'm aware of. No, I'm not aware of anything either. But now I'm wondering. Like it's the is Guild Wars in trouble? Like this is like, like the comparison I would say it'd be like walking around a giant ship and being like. 
man, did you hear about how leaky this thing was in testing? Hmm. You have 0% proof of that, but at the same time, because someone's saying it, or, like, there's now a public perception of, like, well, this is kind of a weird thing going on, it's, yeah. Hmm. It's just not a great look for a company, especially because it, it, it makes you look weird in a very weak kind of, like, we need the community because, man, like, and I, I think video game companies are very aware of the fact that, like, they make a product for consumers, and if people don't like your product, they won't buy it, and therefore you don't, ex- like, therefore you don't exist kind of thing. But at the same time, like, they fired two people over a nothing Twitter conversation. Mm-hmm. That's not a good look. That's a, like, what the fuck is that company's company culture like? Like, is it just a hellscape working there? You you get, a, a, like, will they, if this is not even stranger, like, how hard will it be to replace someone that leaves that company? Like, when you have that type of stuff circulating out there, does it like it, it's a bad thing for a company professionally because now it's the hey we will fucking fire someone apparently over standing up for someone who got like got in a fight on Twitter. That's a weird sell, guys. That that part is true. I'll give you that. Yeah, like it's this the, uh, this is the kind of shit you expect from EA to a certain extent, but even EA doesn't pull this shit as far as we know. <laughs> or this is a hell of a well, lot EA, better at keeping it quiet. E- EA. It usually just kind of gives no fucks until Disney gets involved. And even then, it's kind of like, here's a bus we're going to throw at them. <laughs> yeah. I don't have much more to say on this one. I, yeah. I don't either. I think it was yeah. just kind of an interesting discussion. But yeah, we had our agreements and disagreements on Yes. That. Yes, we did. Ready to loosen, ready to loosen it up with some new, uh, not some news, uh, some, um, some emails. Yes, please. If you wanted to contact us, Alex, how would you go about doing that? Uh, you'd get in an argument with us on Twitter, and eventually we'd crack and give you the email address, which is wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again? What's that email again? Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. I suppose it sounds down in the show notes. I say this every week. I'm sure people are sick of hearing it by now. But yes, send us emails. We love getting them. You can also tweet at us, in all honesty. We were... I'm actually checking that right now to make sure I didn't miss anything by accident. Yeah. But first email. Hey, casual Mass Effect fan Charlie and Bioware expert Alex. <laughs> After watching the extended um, Anthem video uh, that got talked about last week and hearing Charlie talk about how intrigued he is by Anthem's combat, I found myself thinking back to past Bioware games. I assume both of you are aware of how Bioware is separating story and content into separate zones in Anthem, and was wondering if that mattered to either of you at all. Also, any reaction to Bioware having no romance options in this game? Also, and only if Alex has played Mass Effect, which is the best romance option in that franchise? From Alex. <laughs> I'm assuming a different oh. Alex. Oh. Um. Have you played any of the Mass Effect games? I have not, really. Oh, so we can't comment on that, but... Yeah, I can't comment on that, but whichever one makes everybody happy fan-wise, uh, I'll pick. <laughs> Garrus is the best one for Femship. Thane's okay, I guess. It's a damn shame you can't romance a Krogan. For Male Shepherd, it's Tali or Jack, because the payoff for Subject Zero is awesome in Mass Effect 3. But mm-hmm. I digress. Uh, actually, to back to the actual question. Um, uh... I don't super care if there's any of that kind of Bioware story in Anthem, in all honesty. I just think the combat looks cool. 
like uh, the, the story like of hey we like the, the story for me of like hey we got this world that's like half made and shit's going down is enough of a story for me to play a video game. Mm. Uh, at the same time, I also want to throw in like kind of every Bioware game to date has had that separation. Like even in Mass Effect, you had the missions and then you had the like rest of that game. And like it wasn't quite as like 50 50, like here's your here's your combat, here's your talky story, emotional impacty stuff, but the Citadel was separate from all the missions in Mass Effect up until the end, and I, I, I don't know. Like, I think it's hard to weave combat into narrative necessarily because everyone does narrative differently, and I, I'm kind of okay with them separating it that way. And I don't super care that there's no romance options in Anthem, like because unless I can like fuck inside my javelin, I'm not sure I care. Thoughts, Alex? Uh, um, I kind of like how they interweave some of it. Sure. But, like, it's not a game-breaker for me because, honestly, if I'm in super combat mode, I'm not focusing yeah. on the story. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I... I go ahead. Like, enough story for me is go kill this shit. And I'll be like, cool. I'm gonna go kill that shit. Why? Because I got told to. Yeah. It's a video game. But I, but I do like a story. Yeah. Like, I really like Destiny 2's story. Like, that was a great story to play. You mean go kill this shit because it looked at us mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. Um... I, I I like that they're kind of isolating the two, so you can kind of enjoy uh, each in their own separate light. I mean, obviously, if some of the combat narrates you having to have a story, great. But for the most part, yeah, like, I like that they're separate. Yeah, and I, based on that, like based on that trailer we talked about last week, there's story in the combat. It's just not like the deep, impactful stuff. It's like, yo, there's a giant spider. Didn't know there were giant spiders. Oh, that's story, technically. Go make it yeah. dead. There we go. But yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool. I like the way they did the story in The Old Republic. Yeah. I really enjoyed that, so. And even that game, like, it had, like, that that very deliberately separated the two, kind of. Mm-hmm. It, 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 don't get me wrong. It was, it was throughout, but also, like, the, the combat stuff was very much a, like, reaction to what you were doing, and I guess they're just not doing that, which I'm fine with. I... I would rather a Bioware game that shoots good than a Bioware game with all of the Bioware level story because they don't always make games that shoot good. Yeah. Yeah? Well, I think that answers ours. Yeah. Thank you for writing, Alex. Uh, Next one comes in from Jason. Dear Wicked Awesome Cast, congratulations on your return and right in time for there to be nothing to talk about on the podcast. It's true. Uh, last week, you talked about a bunch of uh, loot shooters, including my favorite, Warframe. This is not the first time Warframe has come up, but it's the first time I noticed that Charlie waltzes around talking about Warframe as a whole and chooses to focus on very specific parts of that game. What gives? Have you played Warframe, Alex? A uh, little bit. We were supposed to play it together, but I think we ever did. Yeah, we didn't do that. Um, I think parts of Warframe are cool and parts of Warframe are real bad. Um, Like, I... I don't think shooting in that game feels good. Like, shooting in Destiny feels real good. But that being said, like, moving around in Warframe feels pretty cool because you're all agile and ninja shit. I think that game does a real bad job of explaining stuff occasionally, too. I I also think of its free-to-play nature and it's kind of its living world nature. 
some major changes happen in that game that if you're beyond a certain point can really fuck up your progression or don't trigger the game to tell you about some stuff, which is a whole separate problem. Like I, so for reference, I have a gun on one of my on my character right now or in my account that I could not buy or make because the blueprint for it is master locked or is mastery locked. And when I got it previously, it wasn't. So mm-hmm. like I, I I have the latch I have the things called the latron or something which is a three shot burst rifle thing and it's a great gun but I can't build another one of it because the blueprint for it is like progression locked in the game but I have it because six months ago when I played the game last it wasn't so I like that's my issue with Warframe like that stuff keeps happening constantly to me in that game. Or, like, I'll unlock something, I'll clear a planet, and I'll come back, and it's like, oh, we added four more missions, and it's like, great, don't want to do those, though, because they're, like, the fuck, like, like, the R-Wings, the, um, not, the R-Wings, the Arch-Wings, the, the flying parts of that game are bad, are so bad, but they're locked into progression, like, I, I, I'm doing the Limbo Theorem stuff right now, where I have to play those missions to unlock stuff so I can progression a quest, and it's, it is forcing me to play a part of that game that as far as I can tell no one in that community thinks works well mm-hmm. but it's locked into progression so you have to I, that's that's my issue with like I like Warframe it's a cool game like it's it does lots of things right but like when it does stuff wrong it does stuff really fucking wrong and it occasionally just doesn't explain stuff or because of my progression I'll progress beyond when I can. Here's how this thing works. We'll get explained to you. So, like, they have a fucking equivalent of Zur in that game that I only found out about recently. Where it's like, oh shit, Zur. It's a kind of weird top hat thing. But yeah, it's 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 basically Zur. Maybe he predates Zur, but I don't know. But like, wow, this is, huh? Okay, does that make sense at all, Alex? Granted, if I knew more about Warframe, I'd get it. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I got you. I like the game. I I think it's a good game. It's not a, a it's got some rough edges and when the rough edges are rough, they're really rough in that game. I don't know. Mm. It's the first time I've actually heard you kind of voice some complaints about Warframe because usually very all about it. Yeah, I it, my complaints are minor. I just also like I, like the guy said, I choose to focus on only the things I think are really good about that game. Like it's the, the amount of stuff in that game is great, but at the same time like not all that stuff is great. Like, the bows are fucking amazing to shoot. The shotguns are great to shoot. Rifles, not so great to shoot. Like, they lack impact. I have, like, not, like, a bunch of the melee weapons in that game feel real shitty to use. So as a result, I use basically nothing but pole arms because those feel cool and, like, big, heavy broadswords. But, every like, they, like, the dual blades feel whiffy and... I, like, the game's super repetitive, and not in a bad way, but also like kind of in a bad way. And I, I don't know. Like I, I, I like the game, so I don't spend a lot of time dwelling on its bad parts. But at the same time, yeah, I, I very much talk about like, yeah, I, I'm gonna talk around these parts I don't like because when I play that game, I actively don't do those parts because they're bad. Or yeah, like I, I also have that a problem with that game where because of how mastery rank works and progression in that game works. I frequently will go through like extended periods of not progressing at all because it's very hard for me to play that game without also like putting in levels into new gear because there are so many bars to fill up in that game. Like you've got 
your mastery rank and your syndicates and your materials and like what quest you're on right now and like some clan shit like and th- this it can be very overwhelming what to focus on and like the fact that part of that game is driven by you using and maxing out rank on a bunch of your gear which means like you can't do the higher end stuff I'm at because like the character you're playing right now is level 5 with like level 7 weapons it's it's weird for me I guess like it's the the smart move would be to play through that entire game and have it done but because of like my back history of that game and the fact I've been playing it like on and off for I think 4 years technically now the game told me or something like enough weird shit has changed in that game and like like I said I can't build one of my favorite guns I have it so it doesn't matter but like the mastery rank shit matters it locks away a bunch of the equipment intentionally cuz it's the it's it's the fancier kind of more kind of unique weirder to use gear but at the same time it's the fun shit to use I I have Whiplash cuz I don't play that game constantly enough to kind of keep up with it so when I come back it's like why the fuck did they change that Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you don't keep up with a game like an MMO or something that has MMORPG elements, yeah, you're going to walk back in and you're going to be like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. It's very much uh, cue the meme up from uh, Gandalf the Grey when he walks in. I don't recall this. Yeah. <laughs> Syndicates. But it's a syndicate. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, I hope that answers the question. I, I apologize if I got slightly ranty on that one. No, I, I I like Warframe. I think it's a great game. Like for a free to play game, it is king. It's just also got some occasional what the fuckness to it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can have those opinions on that. Yeah, you're a fan after all. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jason. Nothing else, Jason. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last podcast. Welcome back, Wicked Awesome Cast. How long until Alex, uh, uh, wow, sorry, spelling? How long until Alex in Portland goes full hipster and Charlie's forced to kick him off the podcast? I'm Sam. <laughs> Alex um, has always been a hipster. I've always been pretty hipster. He owns uh, a romp him. Yep, I do. I made my peace with this years ago. <laughs> yep, um... I don't think I'll ever go full, full hipster, but we'll see. I'll be the judge of that. When you come back to visit with a handlebar mustache and, like, bring fucking scones with you or something, or, like, yeah, I found this amazing taqueria up in Portland area. It's owned by nothing but white people. Then I'll know. No, that's the one thing I won't budge on. It's hard to find really good Mexican food up here. It really is, and it sucks, and it makes me sad. Sorry. You got Taco Bell to keep you warm at night. Oh, shut up. Have I we talked about the incredibly that. fancy Taco Bell near my house? Uh, no. The, like, fucking nicest, most, it's actually maybe a restaurant Taco Bell ever is near my house. Huh. Like, it's the one Taco Bell that does not look like a Taco Bell from the outside. It's got the branding, but you're like, that might be a restaurant, actually. That's kind of cool. It's a fancy Taco Bell. Yeah, but like, if you get into making your own jam, Alex, I'm kicking you off this podcast. Uh, to my jam exclusive podcast. I may or may not uh have already started. I have. I'm to kidding. Ask. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, gonna have, ask. I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck? Of a jam would Alex even make? Like, <laughs> I I'm not sure. But 
But yeah, uh, I haven't gotten that far yet, but we'll see. I think you're too old and like forced to work a job to really get fully into the hipsterness of Portland. Maybe. You lack the Trustafarian background to really embrace the, you know what this block needs? Another yarn shop. Yeah. I will say I saw that the other day with bicycle shops. There are a lot out here. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Interesting to see how they're so close together. My favorite name, though, Different Spokes. That's clever and both terrible simultaneously. (laughs) I'd go in and ask to see their spokes at that point. Like, how many different spokes do you got? (laughs) I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'll report back next week on my phone. Excellent. You have any? (laughs) We kind of got cut last week because in the preamble, we didn't want to abuse it. Any good Portland stories for us so far about just like what the fuckness? Uh, A tree fell down in my parking lot, so. They ended up blocking part of the exit off, so we had to use the entrance and exit to get back, huh. in, back in recently. Um, other than the fact that it's hot and I hate it. That How's that hot, humidity treating you? Months. Uh, it sucks. It's real bad, ain't it? It sucks. The best thing so far has been a cold shower. And it's helped. And I got a lot of fans going, so that I got that going for me. But oh, nothing beats humidity. Yeah. So. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm doing all right. Um, everyone here, is, like I said, has been really nice, so I, I enjoy that. That makes me feel a lot more at home. I will say I do miss my family a little bit, but they're rooting for me. But yeah, other than that, nothing else in particular for Portland. Do you have a favorite really. Portland thing yet, or no? Uh, I'm a sucker for the uh, the Oregon like fruits and vegetables out here. Sure. Like. They have the Walla Walla onion thing that they make out here. I know it's probably not specifically Oregon, but... I don't even know what the um, hell that is. It's a sweet onion that's seasonal, and huh. I guess they're making them right now for burgers. You put it on a burger with, like, garlic and mushrooms, and it's really freaking good. Um, and then a lot of, like, the fact that a lot of these places around here... Like, there's a place around here called Burgerville. They're, they're kind of a chain up here. <laughs> they, uh, they make pretty good burgers. It's not in and out but... Yeah, it's better. I will say their milkshakes are top tier. Uh, the in and out milkshake is so bad. Milkshakes, milkshakes up here are top tier. Yeah, they have actual I had one dairy yesterday. there. Yeah, with like real like fruit. Like I had one with fresh Oregon raspberries. Oh, they were so good. But yeah, um, other than that, I mean, I don't have a particular favorite favorite place yet. But I'm working my way around. Cool. We'll see. So, thank you, Sam. I think that means that's about it for this week, unless you got something else you want to throw in there. Uh, no, nothing else in particular other than um, I'm starting up streaming again soon. You're back. So, yep. Uh, my schedule is changing though. You guys will see me streaming on the weekends now, Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. So, just keep an eye out for that. Usually, it'll be in the afternoons, like around one or two o'clock in the afternoon. All right. So, yep. Expect to see a lot more WoW streams with the new patch getting close. Maybe so. I'll play some more. I don't know. I, I kind of wish I'd not. I kind of wish I could have been capable of playing it while I had my arm busted up because I could have made some real progress. But mm-hmm. yeah. Well, just throwing it out there yeah. that uh, you, th- that a lot more content will be there. So yeah. yeah. Other than that, uh, Mave Online social media stuff all across the board. That's where I'm at. Yep. So well, yep. That does. It. You want to <laughs> take us out this week? Sure. <clears throat> Do the most.